Hey, it's Jaden. And Melissa. And Christy. We're, We're the, the co-founders of Launchers Academy. Academy. And we help dropshippers become successful by providing the most relevant e-commerce strategies. You're tuning into the Launchers Academy podcast experience, where you will learn all the ins and outs of how to build your very own successful dropshipping store. So kick back, take lots of notes, and let's make money this year. Welcome back to another episode, and this one is going to be the most sought-after episode because it's going to be the main question you're going to be battling as you are a new dropshipper concerned to dropship, or you've been doing it for a little bit, and you can't seem to actually get a solution for this specific topic, and it's one of our favorite topics because... If you can able to really combat this, that's where you're going to keep your customers happy and that's where you can make lots of money and that's where you're not going to wake up to a lot of headaches. So today's topic is how you can avoid long shipping times as a dropshipper. So I'm going to throw it to Melissa first, but before I do, we're going to go over two points that you need to be able to really have in the back of your mind if you do want to be able to avoid long shipping times, which you can. And this is going to be great news for you because honestly, people do not want to wait 30 to 50 days and you know just really have to wait that long. And it's just going to be a whole bunch of headaches for you at the end of the day, waking up to a whole bunch of chargebacks, refunds, etc. So let us give you two of our biggest tips to help you really avoid all of that nightmare as you're drop shipping. So Melissa, what is the biggest, the first biggest tip that we can give for someone if they're completely new to drop shipping or they've been doing it for a little bit, but they can't seem to combat the long shipping times that the platform of choice would be AliExpress as a drop shipper for them to start out to source their products. Yes, this is such a good topic to really dive into. And long gone are the days where shipping is 30 to 50 days. That was literally like five plus years ago. But nowadays in 2021, 2020 and even beyond, shipping times are so much you know, less than what it was before. And I think it's actually a huge misconception that people have that if you do drop shipping, customers are only going to get their products in two or three months, but it's not happening like that anymore. Um, So one of the biggest tips that I would give you if you're using AliExpress as your, you know, initial platform of choice is to actually look for products where they have a U.S. warehouse. And how you would easily do that is when you go on AliExpress, you're able to filter through where the product actually ships from. So if you're selling to customers in the United States, which is one of the core four countries that we highly recommend you sell to um, because they are, you know, what US as well as Canada, um, UK and Australia are um, have customers where they are much more inclined to spend than other countries, then you want to be able to have a four to 12 shipping day instead, which you will be able to get by finding that US warehouse. So as uh, you know, just reiterating, go on to search your product on AliExpress, and then filter through by ship from select US warehouse. And so all the products that you are going to see are from uh, Um, suppliers where they have a U.S. warehouse and they can ship to your customer within four to 12 days. Awesome. So, you know, 
you brought up something, but I want to just be able to kind of have you clarify a bit more uh, just for the person listening might be confused. So AliExpress, they do offer, you know, different warehouses to ship the product out of. So how does someone uh, find this U.S. warehouse? Like what do they have to do? What are like uh, one or two things as they're scrolling through these different suppliers? Yeah, so as I was saying, Search the product first, and then right after you search the product, it should be at the bottom of the search bar where you're able to filter out more of these suppliers. So you can filter from ship from and then select U.S. warehouse. And then afterwards, after you click search and filter through, all the products that you're going to be seeing is from suppliers who have a U.S. warehouse. And then you just want to make sure when you click into these products, um, that it is, you know, four to 12 days. So make sure that that is actually true because there are some times where suppliers might list it as U.S. warehouse, but the shipping time might not be the four to 12 days. So you just want to filter through. I love that. And, uh, you know, the fact that you're bringing up, uh, this up there, Melissa, a lot of uh, newcomers don't really realize that, you know, the suppliers on AliExpress actually offer, if they're big enough, they do a lot of volume, they will have their own specific warehouse in the United States. And if you can ship out of the United States, that's going to be more advantageous as uh, having the product shipped out from China. Um, so really prioritizing the suppliers and going through a couple of them and really just seeing um, and prioritizing the ones that do offer that United States warehouse, which is awesome. So I love that. So my biggest tip for you, the second or the last biggest tip of, you know, this um, of how you can avoid long shipping time is working with other 3PLs, so third-party logistics, okay? So these are other suppliers that are outside of AliExpress and typically housed and working out uh, from the United States. So this is a point that you want to get to. But it's not the first starting point for you. You want to start with AliExpress first. And the reason why you want to do that is because you just want to be testing products. And AliExpress is a better point for you to test products because they're going to have everything you need. Now, however, when you get to the point, and this is the point, when you're making at least three to $500 a day for a single product, then you're going to move to what we call a 3PL, a third-party logistics, a different supplier. And I'm going to drop three here for you, but you only want to consider doing this for two reasons. It's not right off the bat. One, so you have leverage. Leverage is super important, not just in e-commerce or dropshipping, but in business. You want to come to these suppliers with some data, with some volume, so you can leverage a better pricing and better shipping. Because if you come complete cold, you probably won't be able to work with them or even be able to kind of reduce the price. Because when you do go to these guys, they are better quality, but they're going to charge you more uh, because it's going to be faster shipping time. So having some leverage in terms of the volume and data is super important. And B is actually being able to find data and actually see that this product is selling. You don't want to be going to a 3PL that you're pretty much first impression. You don't want to kind of kill your, you know, your first impression by coming with them and go like, look, I don't have any data, but I want to source your product. That makes no sense for them, okay? So you want to be able to come to them when you're ready and actually see that this product is doing well so you don't waste your time or their time. But let's just say you do get to the point. You are making three to $500 a day for a given product. Awesome. So you're going to switch over to suppliers who's going to offer you that three to seven business day shipping and way better quality um, in terms of the product. Um, so the first one is called zendrop.com, Z-E-N-D-R. 
ROP.com. Second one is CJDropship.com. CJ and then Dropship. Pretty self-explanatory to spell. Um, and then the last one is Hyperskew. H-Y-P-E-R-S-K-U as in university. Okay, so you can use those three. And then pretty much once you do use those three, they're going to pretty much just help you out um, in terms of the faster shipping time. And also they're going to provide you a lot better quality products. But once again, you kind of come with, you want to come to leverage, right? But Melissa, uh, pretty much, you know, we kind of just gave them exactly what they need to hear and, and really just really simple, simplistic terms and also very short. I mean, short is always better um, and, you know, uh, powerful. But um, I want to throw something out there as well to kind of get them to kind of see what their roadmap is like. But once they are at that point and they're being able to make that kind of money uh, and they're still doing it unit by unit, what would you say is a good point uh, for them to really consider ordering in bulk and why should they order in bulk? Very good question. So the only time that you should really start thinking about changing your supplier and ordering in bulk and having that fulfilled in your own warehouse is, ha or not your own warehouse, but in a fulfillment center, um, is when you are consistently making at least $300 to $500 a day. Now, when I say consistent, it's not one day you're making $100, another day you're making $50, some days you have absolutely no sales. Consistent means you're actually making the minimum threshold of $300 to $500 every single day um, over the span of a week or two weeks and etc. So one once you actually hit that threshold, that's when you know that your product is doing very well because you have demand on it. Once you have demand on it, that's where you want to be able to offer even better customer service, and that would come from faster shipping. Um, so that's where you would want to, you know, connect with a supplier uh, that you trust and know, and then afterwards order in bulk from them. So wherever you were shipping the products to your customers, you're able to have that in a warehouse so that when a customer orders it, they'll be able to get their products as soon as possible within three to five business days is the goal. Um, so once you get there, then you're also able to continuously to start thinking about the branding piece now as well. Uh, so converting from your general store into more of a branded approach and starting to build a brand around this product that is generating so much demand and sales. Yeah, I love that. And the only thing I'll add on that as well that, uh, you know, Melissa was bringing up great points is also the advantages um, of the many advantages, um, you know, branding, faster shipping time, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing that's really going to be working to your advantage is ordering in bulk allows you to really drive down the actual unit cost. So when you order in volume, you're not going to spend as much money that you would if you were to just to sell product unit by unit. So once you get to that mark that Melissa just brought up, ordering in bulk is not only going to have, you know, the shipping advantage, but also the kind of the unit cost advantage, because the more we can drive down how much it's going to cost us to really buy these products, versus how much we're going to sell them to the customers, that's going to be huge because every dollar counts and every cent counts too. So that's super important to bring up. But, uh, you know, Melissa, since since we're going to wrap up here um, in, the, in the spirit of ordering bulk, where would someone start as they're kind of wondering or if they're at that stage where they can order bulk, where would they go to? 
Well, one of the places that they can start off with is Alibaba. Um, so Alibaba is pretty much the parent company of AliExpress. And the only reason that you don't start off with Alibaba is because they generally have a minimum order quantity. So although the prices are a lot more favorable than AliExpress on a per unit basis, um, a lot of them, depending on the product that you are selling, would have a minimum quantity of, you know, at least uh, well, actually, I don't want to throw any any numbers out there, but it's very product dependent. Um, but so it only makes sense once you actually have a large uh, quantity that you are ordering, because for each purchase, they also charge a transaction fee for the entire order. Um, that can be quite you know high if you are not ordering enough units. So Alibaba is always a good place to start. And how I would go about it is just search up the product and then contact a lot of different suppliers to understand how they are communicating. That's very important because as a supplier, and this is someone that you are building a long-term relationship with, by the way. So you have to make sure that this supplier is something that is reliable that is able to communicate well in English, um, as well as, you know, answer all the questions that you have, then start, you know, vetting these different suppliers and finding the one that actually makes sense to establish that long-term relationship with them. And then you can purchase in bulk from them to your different warehouses. I love it. So there you guys have it. Super sweet, super short, but this is exactly the episode that you need, that you've been waiting for and how you're going to combat it. So a, like Melissa brought up, is so prioritizing the suppliers on AliExpress as that's your starting point as a new dropshipper to test products, supplying those that offer United States warehouse so you can have faster shipping time um, and doing your due diligence um, because there are suppliers out there that do offer that. So don't just hop onto the first supplier, especially the ones that only offer out of China. Um, and then the second thing is once you get to the mark where you are making at least three to $500 a day, you move into a 3PO, a third-party logistics, such as Zendrop.com, CJDropship.com, or Hyperskew.com, because now you are going to get that faster shipping time because typically these 3PLs, they are working out of the United States. So uh, being able to get to the mark is definitely where you want to be because that's that means you have a great product. That means you're making money by working with those guys. So that way you can get better quality and better shipping time. So those are two of the easiest quick hacks um, for you to really avoid those long shipping times. And once you do get to the point where you um, are ordering bulk, well, shipping time is the last thing you, you worry about. It's, it's more about like, you know, how many, how much money or how much cash flow you have to actually order more in bulk, which we'll kind of talk more in a different episode. But with that being said there, um, hope that helps you listening. This is how you can avoid, um, you know, longer shipping times. And it's just like Melissa brought up at the very beginning um, is that, you know, the days of waiting two to three months in drop shipping or customers having to wait that long, those days are long gone. And especially with the pandemic, because of the recording of this episode, it is July 2021, e-commerce, drop shipping, only going to get better because people now rather just shop online because of what's going on in the world right now with COVID-19, et cetera, et cetera. People would rather just stay home in the comfort and safety of their own home and just ordering in. So with that being said, hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, keep it up. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, wish we believe you did as we dropped a ton of value. Support us by giving us a five-star rating. That's five stars, not three, not four, but five stars. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please leave your comment below. And we'll be sure to get back to you. Take care and until next time. 